Hello, fellow lovers of all things green. I'm Mary Stone, and welcome to Garden Dilemmas, Delights, and Discoveries. It's not only about gardens, it's about nature's inspirations, about grasping the glories of the world around us, gathering what we learn from Mother Nature, and carrying these lessons into our garden of life. So let's jump in in the spirit of learning from each other. We have lots to talk about. Hello there, fellow listeners. It's Mary Stone. I'm actually going to take you for a walk around the yard, if you don't mind. It's actually dusk, and I am uh, feeling a little melancholy and haven't had much time to peruse my gardens, although I did do a big cleanup on Saturday, I should say, cutting the lawn. It was a big jungle. So if you hear my footsteps, I'm walking past the border garden where the viburnum that I've written about, and I'll put in the show notes which story it was that became a podcast, is bursting bigger than you would believe. I mean, I don't understand why this plant is so large, because it shouldn't be. And I'm not going to let you know until I put it in the show notes which variety it is, because it's escaping me right now. So bear with me, bear with me. We are walking towards the pond. I do hear a few peepers. I hope you hear them too. Hmm. The story I'm going to share with you when I get back to the screen porch, likely in the morning, has to do with how sometimes plants and people have some mutations that aren't expected, and sometimes it's favorable. Sometimes it makes a beautiful plant, and sometimes it can be challenging or even devastating, which is where this story is going to lead not to start on a heavy note because I am in a position of hope because cycles of time and nature and life have a magical way of recovering. So anyway, we're going to walk down to the brook on which I am blessed to live and listen to some soothing water and perhaps watch a leaf go by. I'm so glad you're joining me and it's kind of fun to walk with you and talk with you. It's amazing because just yesterday we had a huge heat wave with humidity, so the shorts were out and so forth, and today I'm wearing a sweatshirt, and that's one of the ups and downs of this time of year. I have a vegetable garden begging for some attention. I am going to make it year two of having my workaround vegetable garden, because you know what? Workarounds work well if you just approach it that way, right? So can you hear the water? So soothing, so soothing. So I'm going to drop a leaf in the water as I anticipate the message I'm going to share with you from the screen porch. Because you know, we talked about the lesson of the leaf. It's been a lesson I've learned from my dear brother Bill that has helped me knowing that None of us have any control over the current. The goal is to let go and let it be. And those of you that believe, let God and let it be. Thanks so much. I'll see you in a bit on the porch. Hello there. It's Mary Stone once again on the screen porch. Thank you so much for joining me with the walk around the yard. I hope you enjoyed the sounds of the water. And I have to say, I'm reminded that the viburnum, I couldn't recall the name of, is a double file viburnum. 
and I wrote a story about the viburnum. Actually, it's been a theme for several stories because it's housed a few broods of robins. But also what I love about the plant is when the uh, flowers are done their job, they drop from the tree and they look like the most gorgeous snow of angel-shaped petals. It's really quite stunning. And as you would guess, there are photos on the Garden Dilemmas website and the column topic is called Double File Viburnum Angels. So I hope you can jump back and read that story. It's really delightful. And there's a link to a episode 16 where we talk about One World Robins of Renewal, one of the brews that lived in the tree. So today we're going to talk about reverting Alberta spruce. And it's a story that hits close to home as I shared a bit about last evening. And it starts like this. Hello fellow readers and listeners. We chatted recently about grafted weeping cherry trees that can revert to their rootstock and shoot out straight branches, often flowering a different color. Matthew of Hope, New Jersey asked if that's what's happening to his Alberta spruce. It looks like an alien tree is growing out from the side. As it turns out, Alberta spruce is a naturally occurring dwarf of white spruce, which is Picea glauca. So the Alberta spruce is actually Picea glauca conica. Initially spotted in Alberta, Canada in 1904, hence the common name. So it's not grafted or intentionally hibernized, it just happened on its own, like magically. Essentially, something went wacky caused by a genetic mutation that became a popular new cultivar in the landscape industry. Matthew's plant, with its alien tree busting out of the side, is a portion reverting to its natural state. And you can't stop it, by the way. While you can prune out the section, best to do that sooner or later to avoid a big hole. Once you have it, you'll always have it, coached my go-to nurseryman, Ben Jansen. The good news is because it's a reverse mutation, not a disease, it won't spread to other plants. So don't worry if you have other Alberta spruce, because they won't, you know, catch it, so to speak. But I read that up to 10% of them often do revert. Speaking of Alberta spruce, I often come upon a lineup along a road, presumably planted to offer screening, which always brings a giggle as they are very slow growing. They'll grow about 10 to 12 feet in 25 to 30 years. So I suppose if you're using it as screening, in 25 years, mission accomplished. But until they mature, spacing them apart with a gap in the lineup just makes me think of the ellipsis. You know, the dot, dot, dot at the end of a sentence. It's so funny to me. Alberta spruce remains conical in shape, unless pruned into ornamental shapes such as spirals or poodles called topiary. So once they grow together, they'll look like a lineup of cones. But I've seen them in clever groupings, making me think of gnomes. You know, the mythical human-like figurines that Travelocity made famous? Did you know that garden gnome ornaments brought on trips and photographed in front of famous landmarks is a practice called gnoming? Maybe the trend is fading, though the topic came up during a weekly volunteer sing at hospice. There's this garden gnome ornament, kind of like a figurine that's sitting on the countertop, and a kind nurse there thought we should place it outside under the tulips in the garden. Tulips symbolize deep love, rebirth, and charity, meaning helping someone in need. And a garden gnome symbolizes good luck and protection. So the idea of placing a garden gnome under the tulips at the Karen Ann Quinlan Home for Hospice warms my heart. Regarding the role in garden design, consider Alberta spruce a specimen, 
So strategically placing one, say on the side of the walkway or next to the door, is fitting and perfect for adding holiday lights. Or why not have a gathering of them placed in the garden, kind of looking like, you know, a grouping of gnomes. Maybe add some eyes, a beard, and a pointy hat to dress them up. Though I suppose they can't travel like gnome ornaments can. So anyway, I ended up uh, wrapping up the story, and I gave the newspaper the option whether to include this personal part of the story. But I'm going to share it with you, and I know they published it as well, because there's power in more of us praying. In the case of Alberta Spruce, the genetic mutation was beneficial, turning into a lovely specimen plant. But mutations can be harmful. If I may end on a personal note, my nephew Austin's wife was airlifted to Vanderbilt Hospital in Nashville last week. Sammy has been diagnosed with a very aggressive form of lymphoma that grew secretly inside her. Please join my family and me in prayer that the heroic treatment measures and the power of prayer heal her. Thank you from the bottom of my heart. Garden Dilemmas? AskMaryStone.com Yes, indeed, I have been rather rattled by this news about Sammy, such a beautiful, lovely gal, and uh, so young. She had just celebrated a 29th birthday yesterday, in fact, and so the outpouring of so many that love her and all the good wishes and prayers are certainly powerful. So I appreciate yours if you feel so inclined to share them. Power of prayer. Please enjoy the world around you and treasure the rhythms and miracles in nature and in our lives, cherishing those that you love. And during challenging times, I hope you too find comfort in the lesson of the leaf. We spoke about that in episode 13, if you'd like to jump back to that. A lesson from my dear brother, Bill. Thanks again for coming by. I always enjoy our time together, and I look forward to the next time on the screen porch. Have a great day. You can follow Garden Dilemmas on Facebook or online at GardenDilemmas.com and on Instagram at hashtag Mary Elaine Stone. Garden Dilemmas, Delights, and Discoveries is produced by Alex Bartling. Thanks for coming by. I look forward to chatting again from my screen porch. And always remember to embrace the unexpected in this garden of life. Have a great day.